podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Good afternoon, ladies and gents, and Happy New Year. We are in 2023. So this is, in a new year, the very first and a special edition of the post-conference presser. So I'm your host, I'm Dave Davis, coming to you not from rural Ireland, but from Edinburgh, where it's a bit cold and dank, but not too bad. And I'm very pleased to say I've got a new guest with me today joining James McKean. James, how are we? Good, Dave. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Nice one. Yeah, same to, same to you, buddy. Have a good Christmas, good New Year period. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, nice and restful. So ready to crack in into it. Good stuff. Fingers crossed like the Reds are against Brentford tomorrow. So plenty to talk through, ladies and gents. So we'll start where we normally start. A bit differently, though, because I know we normally go into the the clock press conference comments and what was said. Now, just to set the scene on this, there wasn't a full presser the day before, which would be today, with Brentford being tomorrow like there normally is. They did it as almost a, a small snippet, if you want, a small segment after the Leicester game. So I think about five, ten minutes, so to speak, worth of footage was shown through the official LFC TV channel. But the key thing to be aware of, as we have been told, there is an embargo for 10.30 tonight. So that's what we have been told. There is an embargo for 10.30 tonight. So I'll probably have a little chat about what that brings. So thinking about Leicester, it was mentioned, and we won't go into this too much yet, James, because we'll save it for that section. But Klopp was deadly honest in saying that we could have played a lot better. I don't think he's wrong there. We did play into Leicester's hands. We forced them into mistakes, though, and we had our moments later on. We knew we had to improve when we were 2-1 at half-time. He wanted to give credit to Leicester, but we had massive chances to finish them off. So quite a lot said, again, in a short period of time. One thing I do want to go into, James, that I won't say he mentioned it specifically because he was asked Trent Alexander-Arnold. So it was a question from Sky there. Sky journalist saying, you know, how would you view his performance? And, and Klopp was, you know, a bit bullish with this, said he was really good, very important and very helpful. And even name-checked Harvey Barnes there, you know, doing really well against him. So do you agree with that, James? Is Trent back on form as we all want him to be? We'll say so, Dave. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, he gives that creative edge to Liverpool down the right. Um, and it just shows he's a great defender. And we definitely had Harvey Barnes in his pocket as well. Yeah. 
and um, you notice that the switches like some of his passing was a little bit poor but other than that it was a good game for him now usually um he links up really well with Robbo but you could yeah. see that there was something going on with Robbo on that left side he wasn't getting up as far um, as quickly as he usually does and obviously in 60 minutes he ended up getting withdrawn as well so there's definitely something in it so all in all Dave I would say yeah fantastic performance um, not as much going forward, more defensively. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design T-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, in a strange way, that's pleasing because I thought Villa, obviously everyone talked about that killer ball for the robber assist quite rightly, but I did really like that for all the talk that's been recently over Trent, like you said, James, defensively, you know, he, he saved Matip's bacon probably on a, one occasion as well, but he did have Harvey Barnes and Leicester well and truly shackled down there. So yeah, fingers crossed that continues. And probably coming to the next bit that, that got mentioned altogether and I, we've got to talk about it because bringing Robbo in there he did mention that in a bizarre exchange some, something like Harvey almost injured Robbo in the pre-match warm-up gave him a knock on his hip so that was a link to the withdrawal Harvey obviously got a knock later on and then he was asked about Fabinho. Is there any news on Fabinho now? We know that's subsequently linked to, obviously, his new baby. So congratulations to him then. Any thoughts on whether we see those three against Brentford at all? So the, the one that we want to see is probably Fabinho. The, 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 he, he's yeah. the guy just plays the six. He solidifies the whole midfield. Um, I would rest Robbo. You could see that there was something not as, we'll say, poignant or dynamic through that left side because usually if he's on form, he would be up that left side. As soon as we started using the left side, you had Nunez breaking and again, you had an attack. It wasn't there. You could see there was something not right. So I would actually rest Robbo and I would I would use um, Simicass instead. Um, when it comes to Harvey Elliott, um, well, if we could have Fab, Hendo, and even now, you know, Thiago, um, could we rest Thiago and maybe put on Keda instead? Something like that. Again, you know, these, these older boys need a little bit more rest and yeah. there just has to be a bit more rotation. Yeah, it will be interesting. I mean, we won't speak too much about Harvey and, and Hendo because we'll come on to that in the, the section around anyone's played the way in and out. But yeah, I think it was a an interesting style of press conference, an interesting performance from a few of those, like you said there. And interestingly enough, in his presser, he also mentioned, or to, let me correct that, he was asked about whether he set, felt sympathy for the Leicester centre-half, I think it's pronounced Faze, the, the lad who scored the, the two own goals. 
So when he was asked, he said, of course I do. But whatever I say, it won't change the situation. You know, you can extend the sympathy, but it's not going to change anything. Be deadly honest, James. Any sympathy for the boy? As a as a Liverpool supporter, no, we won two one at the end of the day. As a as a human, like obviously as being a defender, and even Klopp was a defender, like scoring two own goals, and obviously Jamie Carragher got ripped about it because he's I think he's only one I think there's four or maybe five yeah. that have scored two own goals in the Premier League or, or the Championship, the Premier League, and he was one of them. So, look, it's one of those things. He had a bad day. Um, He's a great prospect. I think he's going to be a really good defender for Leicester. I think he has been a good defender. So just one of those things. But at the end of the day, I don't feel sorry for him. He'll move on. He'll brush on. And then that's it. And it's three points to us. So that's it. Well, you're nicer than me because I didn't feel any sympathy at all. We'll take three points where we can get it anyway, anyhow, in the current climate. But, yeah, different, different views. It makes sense. Little bit on the spot here, James. Now, we don't really know fully, well, say we don't really know fully, we don't know at all what the embargo is going to be. Little bit on the spot, if I had to press you, what do you think it's going to lean towards or what do you think it's going to be about? They're not always exciting as they're made out to be, as we know. I mean, it could be two things. Number one, maybe a wee bit of um, midfielder who's going to come in, that will get pressed. Um, and then the probably also as well is any more word on Bobby's contract. Is there, you know, there's a contract in place, but what's happening with it? I mean, something like that. That's that. That would be my money. That is feasible. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I ho- hope it's number one. I can't see it, but I'd love it to be number one. But yeah, it's a good point. The uh, the Bobby chat after his recent comments when he was pressed last time and gave quite a bit away. So. Will be interesting, yeah, but but like we said, it was only a sort of short one and we've no idea what the embargo is, so we are speculating, but let's see on that one. So moving on to the, the Leicester game, looking at any clues from that performance. Dear God, James, it was not our best performance, let's put it that way, in a 2-1 win. And who'd have thought we'd, we'd win 2-1 at Anfield when not a single Liverpool player scores? But as I said, We'll take it, no matter what. It's three points at this stage of the season. A win's a win, all the other platitudes, etc. When you look back at it now, cold light of day, what are your honest thoughts on the performance? So, Dave, my honest thoughts on the performance is that we need to do something about that midfield. It gets bypassed way, way too easy. I mean, you know, as much as we love Henderson, he presses if he loses that press, he's not quick enough to get back. When he's quick enough to get back and he's busting his gut, you can see that, you know, he's only lasting 50, 60 minutes and it's the same as Thiago as well. You have a high-energy team like Spurs that play very, very like well in the, in the second half. You know, we're going to be in trouble there. Yeah. Uh, this Again, I, I keep coming back to Robertson because, again, you know, anyone could see that by putting the ball wide, we were causing them problems. But again, if we have a challenge with Robbo, i.e. that he has been injured um, in the warm-up, then obviously that left side isn't as poignant as it usually is. Okay? Um, look, if, if I have to say the positives, I, I'm quite happy with how Nunez plays. I mean, I think... Yeah. 
Laker calls him Captain Chaos, and that's exactly what he is. He's just a wee bit of like sugar and spice and everything nice, but he's just an animal as well. And it's just nice to see. It's something a bit different, a bit of yeah. a clear edge that Liverpool have. Um, and I like to see it. Now, going back to the negative, like Henderson, um, I, I just wasn't happy with the way that Henderson he, he played the six. I thought he, he got caught out too much when he tried to press. He lost the press. There was no aggression. You know, I was very disappointed. But again, is it because he can't play twice? You know, is it that, you know, that this is what we're going to see, that there's going to be a, a peak of performance and then there's going to be a drop-off due to his age, due to his, his just his, you know, the, the amount of football that he's played this season? I mean, I, again, Dave, what do you think? I mean, that's... It's, Henderson. it's a mix. I'm going to be deadly honest about this, deadly honest. I thought he was absolutely appalling as the six. I mean, their first goal... The lad waltzes through, and it's Dewsbury Hall, isn't it? The the Leicester yeah. player. I think he, he bullied him all game. That that's the easiest way I can say it. It just, I I don't think I can, on evidence. And I, listen, I'm putting my tin hat on for this because I know there's listeners that are going to be screaming at this point. But I just can't consider Jordan Henderson as a six. I thought it was a big issue there. I agree with what you said as well around Nunes. Everything but the goal for me, and he played a couple of. Beautiful passes, especially that ball of the game through for Salah as well, didn't he? So there were definitely positives, I'd agree in that sense. Not not that many and maybe not not many others with pass marks. I suppose that that is one thing I didn't want to ask. Aside from Nunes, have you mentioned? Aside from... Hello, I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. We don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a Tad Predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa. He does Anfield Index. He presents a Tad Predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL roundtable, there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter, at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye-bye. Him, anyone else you think you're giving... And we've mentioned Trent, to be fair as well, I should say, sorry. But anyone else you're giving pass marks to? I'm going to give Salah pass marks, and the reason being is he was quiet, but any time he, he got the ball, he was trying to link up, and it was nice to see Nunez and Salah looking for each other, which is a good sign that the strike, you know, that you could the two strikers that are actually looking um, for each other. Um, another thing which I found quite interesting as well is obviously when Keita came on and um, we we solidified, we looked a lot better and we looked yeah. at maintaining them a lot better. So again, that that's good to know that if we are under the cosh, if we you know if we do bring Keita on or if he starts, i.e. if we do play like a four four two, we can kind of pack that midfield because like Leicester just just overran us just constantly, like they really did. And you know, I, I don't think that I, I don't think Liverpool played. Pretty well. I don't even think Leicester played pretty well. They just played yeah. 
us, you know, um, bear in mind they had five injuries as well. So they were like, you know, less than, than adequate. Just one of those things, Dave. It's just one of those things. At least we got the, the, the three points. That's all we need. Yeah, and I agree. On, you know, um, I, I think that the games come thick and fast and I think that it's going to be rotation very much so. It has to be, right? Like, you know, we can't take any more injuries. We just can't. Like, well, bare bones. We're going to find out soon enough, James, because I am going to put you on the spot in the next section. However, I do... Probably the one person I would mention that I didn't hear you say, I thought Tiago was excellent. And I thought Tiago was excellent because at times I did feel he was playing a one-man midfield practically. So he's the only other one I'd sort of put on the, the pass mark bench, if you want to call it that. But yeah, it was a a lot to stew over. So we do a section, as you, regular viewers will know, or regular viewers, regular listeners even, around has anyone played their way in or out. Now, you've touched upon this, James, that Robbo, naturally with the knock and the impact that has, he's probably, you know, a product of circumstance is not going to play. So I'm going to put a few things to you for anyone played their way in and out to get your honest thoughts. Let's start in the defence. Ibu's back, or we believe he's back. Would you give him the nod over Matip as Matip played his way out at all, would you say? I would bring Kanati in. I think that um, Brentford are quite like a high ball team. They love a header into the box, so I think Kanati would be better um, to deal with that. So I would, I would say Kanati in instead of Matip. Fair enough. Harvey and Hendo, obviously, we we've talked about about their performance, and you mentioned uh, a guy there in Cater, who you know had the odd sort of half an hour build himself back up there. And uh, probably a young kid who we, we need to highlight. We've got to put him on the block here, to be fair. That young badge, great goal against Villa. And a, a good wee cameo, I think it's fair to say, against Leicester there. We, you know, got a, a, the only Klopp fist pump of the game, I think it's fair to say as well. So if we're saying Harvey out and, Hen- well, Hendo, we're on the, be- on, the, on the bench maybe about that. But Badge and Naby played their way in at all. Nabi, yes. Baj, no. I think he's still a little bit too young. I would rather play him against Wolves in the cup, you know, that kind of way. Um, I think that well, we showed this before that we've give uh, Harvey and Carve Carvalho the the chance, and yeah. sometimes that the game just bypasses them. This is a very vital game. This is a this is a pinnacle um game for us to to get yeah. the points, especially away to Brentford and um, they're the draw specialists as well. So I will just go with a tried and tested um you know. If handle it depends on, on you know, like definitely take Keita in and take Elliot out without a shadow of doubt for me. Okay. And the the last one before we will go on to the, the full lineup section later on like we normally do, but Ox needs to be discussed because that's two games in a row and a real mix according to some fans if you read Twitter and probably according to my eyes as well that did okay versus Liverpool. Pretty non-existent, I'd say, versus Leicester. Now, again, the suggestion was from from Klopp in the last press conference. We need to run with it that the the Gakpo paperwork's not going to be done in time due to bank holidays or the the trivialities that go along with that. 
is the ox getting a nod for the third time in a row for you, James? For me, no. I, I think he's a great player. I think he's a servant to Liverpool, but I think now you can see that he's not up to the pinnacle. Like, you have to ask yourself, would he start against Real Madrid? Like, you know, absolutely not. Um, ways must. Um, could we play a 4-4-2 instead? Um, but I, yeah, just Ox, I would like to see away. Um, I think that he's good. Um, again, we can keep him for a couple of them. That's, that's what I like at. Fair enough. We've got a few answers there over who's going out and who's going in. And we do need to talk about Brentford because they, they are an interesting side when you look at the stats. I mean, if you look at them right now, they're 10th in the league. They're 10 points outside the relegation zone. So they're not in that area where they were last season. And oddly, they're only five points off ourselves. So, you know, hopefully a, a run comes together. But you've got to keep that in mind at the same time. Doing really well since the restart as well. They beat Villa, two, and Villa, West Ham even, sorry, the purple strips, 2-0 away the other night. Great result for them. And in the first game after the restart, 2 all draw with Spurs, where at home in the early kickoff, they're probably a bit disappointed to be sort of two ahead and then let it slip. But that's in then to be the story of Spurs, but that's a different story altogether. And you have to think in mind with Brentford, They've been good. They have beat City away this season as well. You look at how they set up, it is a standard 3-5-2 for them. So they look for the switch. They look to play the two up front specifically, don't they? And Buemo, I think it's pronounced, runs the channels brilliantly. And Ivan Tony, you know, bit of a gamble, pun there, if we're playing him potentially from what we're hearing, but very much the uh, the target man, if you want, as well. So interesting one on this, James, because... We looked at Thomas Franks' press conference today and he's very much said there is a possibility, maybe to everyone's surprise, considering he was stretched off the other night, that Tony may play. There is a there is the concern that he didn't train today for them, which does sound odd, but he may still play. I don't know if... I'll probably ask you this because it, it feels a bit like mind games to watch a guy stretch it off and I know people are going to be shouting about, well, he's got his case on the 4th of July, so in a few days, his last game before that and a potential, saying that carefully, potential ban. You've got James. Does Ivan Tony play against Liverpool? I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want, whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN makes sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super fast streaming speed throughout that match. You can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac, and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, mag boxes, and games consoles. Visit LibertyShield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. I think he'd be foolish 
to play and um, like stretchered off is you know it's it's not like just hobbling off if you're stretching off and plus you haven't actually trained today and then yeah. I, I think it's Thomas Frank playing mind games and I guess that's one of those things that he would have to do as well because we would be setting up to try and nullify Tony as much as we could. So obviously if Thomas Franks came out and says, look, Tony's going to be fit, then we have to think, right, okay, right, you know, what are we going to do about this? But I can't see him playing, Dave, no, definitely not. I uh, I sincerely hope you're right because, yeah, you look at his stats, 12 goals in 16 games so far, looking pretty special for them and probably uh, quite rightly aggrieved, but maybe this is... Circumstances you can't talk too much about the uh, with the FA around the England squad, etc. But I suppose in one sense, if he's out, is that's great. We we don't just want to call it. It's not Ivan Tony FC. Is there anyone else in the Brentford team that you look at and think actually we need to keep an eye on him or the style they play, anything like that, James? Or is it focus on Ivan Tony? No, I think, like, you know, as you're saying, if they're playing five in midfield, they're going to pack that midfield. They've got yeah. no guard, they've got Jensen and Janfelt, okay? Three really hard-working midfielders that yeah. will battle and, you know, that will try and push and knock and bully Liverpool. So we need to have a bit of, like, kind of grit and determination in there. Um, so I would say, like, obviously, that the game's going to be won in midfield. That's why it's so important for us to actually have a decent midfield. I don't think Thiago Henderson and, and Elliot's gonna gonna cut it against Brentford. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think you probably phrased it exactly the way I, I'd phrase it. Then they're not bad players, they're not superb players, they're very hard working, they pack that midfield and they do look for the switch a lot, Brentford. And he's going back away, but if you think of that three three draw last season especially, they did get the overload, didn't they? Switching it quickly a few times. So it's definitely something that we'll look at. And I, I suppose as a follow-up to that, James, because you did mention it earlier, any specific measures or adjustments, and it sounds strange because it's not belittling Brentford, but it's always important to consider the opposition. Any specific measures or adjustments that you think we'll make with it being Brentford and their style? Like, I, I like the four-four-two. I, I thought that, that I think that could potentially be something that would work quite well. Um, also, as well, is is Bobby fit? This is, yeah, this is the the interesting one. The suspicion is that he is based on his talks for interview and everything that's come out. But this is the risk without a standard press conference, isn't it? Today to be able to ask the questions, so we're kind of assuming at this stage, yes, but not a hundred percent. Because obviously, if Bobby was fit, then we could go four three three, bring Keda in instead of Elliot, there'd be Henderson and Thiago. Um, it, well, we're hoping that Fabinho's fit, but you know, we're we're just we're planning for the, the worst outcome here. Um, just to try and solidify, just to try and nullify that uh, midfield. I think that it's. Uh, I, I honestly do think, Dave, that two things. Number one. Brentford have got a lot better this year because of Ben Mee. I think he's a great centre. I think he's a great uh, defender. I think he's a great yeah. And number two, like obviously Tony is just fantastic. Like, you know, he's just, he, he's an absolute fire. So if we could get Nunez close to Ben Mee and bully him a wee bit, then that would that would be also good as well. Um, we need Thiago's kind of put, you know, his, his passing, like his range is phenomenal. So if we can get that back, then that would be amazing too. 
yeah, absolutely. It will be interesting. And yeah, you're floating four four two. You're floating names and formations. So we're going to have to get you on the chopping block now, James, in the beat the host section. So I'm still disappointed to say that it is guests one, host nil, so to speak, after two rounds. So this is the third round coming up. So if we're thinking about the the formation and lineup, so taking as what we know that. Robbo and Harvey can be classed as doubts. You can't say they're out specifically, but based on their, their knocks, their injuries. Fabinho, again, as James mentioned there, it's a little bit of a question mark around what's happening in regards to family matters. And then Bobby, a bit of uncertainty. Hopeful, I'll probably say, with Bobby more than the other three, based on previous interviews, but it's difficult without that definitive presser. Probably the, the disappointing one for many, and we're hopeful this is a, a lovely surprise, but we're not expecting it. Is Cody Gakpo is not expected to be in the squad due to, as we said, registrations, paperwork, bank holidays, all the bureaucracy, et cetera, et cetera. So you've given us a few, James. You've talk, told us Kanate, Simikas in. You've flirted 442 with us now. So you're going to have to put it down on paper for us, James. Your formation and your lineup, please. Okay. So, as we more or less state of play now, okay, so I'm going to go with, I believe Bobby's fit, okay? I think they'll do uh, a 4 3 3. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be Keita, I think it'll be Henderson and Thiago. I don't think Fabinho will try. Did he travel? We we don't we don't know the suspicions and this is again where the, the presser comes in that with the latest photos that he may be with his wife in Madrid where they, you know where she's had the baby but sounds strange again to say because we look for everything don't we plays planes in the air and all that type of thing but we do not know for definite because he's not been in recent photos and there's other talk about him having a knock so can't guarantee it to be honest. Okay, so we'll go Tiago, Keita, and Hendo then. Oh, Hendo in the six, James. I've got you. Hope you got your tin hat on, mate, because you're going to get pelters when this comes out. Keeping <laughs> Hendo in the six, fair enough. So Bobby up top, you've put him, and you mentioned specifically because he can drop back in there as well, help out. Yep. Yeah, Bobby just dropping in there, and then Nunes and Salah. Yes, Nunes and Salah. Okay, and Canate and Canate. Simigash, yeah. Canate, Okay, fair enough. I think that is largely going to be the same. I, I have my fears, and I'm going to put my tin hat on. I wouldn't necessarily do it, but I think that that is pretty much going to be the lineup as well. I think Klopp will keep Hendo in the six, much to mine, and I'm sure others' disagreements. I do think Jürgen will specifically do that. The only thing I would probably say is I think... As much as we talk a lineup and the five subs and the importance there, I think badge coming on will be crucial. It's difficult to see without knowing everything and potential knocks, who else will will be there to refresh. Listen, if Fabinho's available at all, he starts, but we cannot guarantee that. So fingers crossed, because this I think has got all the hallmarks, as you mentioned, James, against the hardworking team of being really, really tough. So I'm asking you this with a little bit of trepidation here, I've got to be honest. The score 
and Liverpool's first scorer. What are you going for, James? Uh, I'm going to say a draw, which I don't want to say, but I'm, I'm just thinking Ooh. that they're all specialists. Um, and I think finally Nunes will score. So a draw. What are we talking? 1 1, 2 2? One, one each. One each, and Darwin to get back on the goal scoring books. Okay, interesting. I. Yeah, fortune favours the brave. This is probably my uh, heart talking more than my head, in all honesty. But I'm going to go 2 1. I don't believe we, we keep a clean sheet at all. And I'm going to go Canate. I'm going to go a crazy prediction. Someone put a crazy one in there. I'm going to go Canate from some sort of set piece to open it on his return. But listen, at the end of the day, it's, you look at the result today. I know Spurs lost at home to Villa. Newcastle drew against Leeds at the the other day, and Newcastle have got Arsenal away. The the top four all of a sudden doesn't look so far out of reach as it once did. However, I think you said it, James. This is a massive game, isn't it? Is this is this? Yeah, I'll ask you. I'll put pressure on you. Is this a must win? Yes, it is a must win. Yes, it is. It is. It, it's a hard game. Um, if we can get over this, it'll give the lads a bit more confidence. You know, they're the draw specialists of the Premier League and to beat them would be something special. Um, I have put a prediction as one each because that's just, you know, that that's yeah. what I think it's going to be. Um, but, you know, hope to God that we get we overcome that. Like, and my prediction's completely wrong. Me bad over. <laughs> I would love it. I do not care if it's two Ben Me own goals again or anything like that. A win is a win at this stage of the season. So we will see what tomorrow brings. So thank you to all for being listed. It's only a, a short one because, as we said, it wasn't a, a standard press conference, but it was important to talk what was said after the Leicester game. Very much think it through and fingers crossed it leads to three points. So, general housekeeping, just to remember, there'll be the normal Nina show after the game, the Raw. So, feel free to sort of dial in, listen to that one. Fingers crossed, everyone is talking about three points, however it comes. But all that remains to do is leave me to thank James. James, thank you very much for your time and views, mate. Very much not, appreciated. Not a problem, Dave. Thanks. Good stuff. And we'll speak to you all in the new year, guys. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.